a new year, a brand new day. Nothing but positivity allowed inside my day. Nothing but blessings, health, wealth, and love. And the creative spark to express all of the above. I'm talking no limits. See the stacks I've already spent it. And the life I've already lived it. The dreams they are just beginning. I mean no limits. Prosperity through all retirement. Humanity saving the environment. The highest level of the flyest shit, yeah. Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, and we are back with a special feature of The Spiritual Homegirl podcast, where we have a conversation with none other than the legendary the awesome, incomparable Dick Gregory. At first glance, you might think, oh, okay, he's a comedian. But then you also have to factor in that this man's career has spanned over 55 years plus. That's older than some of y'all mamas and maybe some of your grandmothers. I mean, if you do your research on Dick Gregory, you realize that this man's whole existence has been of a pioneer. From his career, coming to his fame in the midst of some serious segregation, some serious issues between um, the government, He's able to succeed in that and still educate not only black audiences, but all other audiences on the the real climate and the times that we're living in. And if that wasn't enough to use this platform to educate and then, again, protest and be there for his fellow man, he's like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and run for mayor. He actually ran for mayor in 1966 in Chicago. And then he also ran for president in 1968 with 1.5 million votes. It's really inspiring when you think about just who he is. He's a person that's a good example of understanding that you can create the life that you want if you just stop pussyfooting around and you just do it. When your walk and your talk matches, when you operate out of love, but you're not operating out of stupidity either. You're you're well informed. He's also a good example of just putting your fears aside and just going, knowing that there's a possibility you could die for the things that you know or the things that you tell other people or the actions that you do in relation to that. But you still have to go forth and do what you got to do anyway. It's a lot of people who, you know, we, we like to yell and rant and shit like that on social media. But when it's done, what are we doing? And it's not a call out by any means, but I just feel like Dick Gregory is a prime example of what it means to not just talk, but to do. So, without further ado, I do not want to uphold this interview any longer because I thoroughly enjoyed myself. That was definitely a once-in-a-lifetime experience, and I'm forever grateful. So, if you're listening, Mr. Gregory, thank you so much. You have no idea how much this impacted me and my sister. Like, even now, I'm still buzzing off of everything, and you're awesome. You're amazing. So, I'm going to, as Mr. Gregory says, shut up and sit still. And <laughs> hope y'all enjoy the interview. Our generation is in a period of like severe misinformation. There's so many different sources. We don't really know where to start. Um, and well, like, first, it's not your business. No? It's white folk business. Got it. Jews in Germany wasn't stupid enough to believe they was part of Hitler's thing. We do. We do. We do anything they want to do. To us. 
And we don't ask questions. Okay. A guy asked me, he said, I heard you, your lecture. So what can we do? Well, you sit on the 747 and two engines fall, what can we do? Okay, that's good. You know, we always think we can do something. We can't do nothing. Nothing but make biscuits. <laughs> In the old days, two brothers had the biggest pig farm in Europe. They were so rich, the pigs lived in a barn. <laughs> so a hurricane came through, pow, set the barn on fire. They ran out there, they didn't get there fast enough. Oh, God. Everything's burnt. But they smell something good. Barbecue, Grandpa. Barbecue ain't nothing but a certain way. <laughs> they smell it. So when the fire gets out, they go in, stick their finger in it. It took them a thousand years to realize they could cook a pig without burning the barn down. That's what ignorance is doing. So if you want to straighten out the missed stuff with black folks, you ain't got time. You ain't got time at all. How long does it take to straighten up something you hear, especially when you didn't know it was there? You ain't doing nothing. Not even moving out the country, nothing. This is a universal thing. You got cancer and you're told you got cancer in your whole body. <laughs> you know, it didn't just start today. It's been there. <laughs> See, that's all it's about. Be still. Don't talk. And the universe will figure it out. One of my grandchildren, five years old, said, Granddad, is God smart? I said, they say he is. Then you don't say nothing. They'll tell you. See, well, I think he done. Don't say nothing. Don't say why. Don't say this. You know what, Granddad? Because if God was smart, he sent his son here to die for our sins. All he had to do was kill the devil. And but one devil. See how smart that And that's what y'all bring. Y'all the indigo children. That's what you brought with you. When you stop listening to all that bullshit your mom and dad was talking. They don't know. Okay, well, why do you think people are turning away from the church. From church? Mm -hmm. If your mother and father is the richest people on the planet, why would you give me a weekend loan? The Pope can't make a kneecap. Not only did God make it, eyelashes, eyebrows, for trillions of years it never put one in the wrong spot. Church is a service. Somebody asked me, a white boy said, you know, in colleges, 30% of the operating money comes from the alumni. In black colleges, only 2%. Can you explain it yet? Alumni is a service. My brother finished Notre Dame. If he was caught, if he was caught speeding, Right. He don't call no lawyer, he called Notre Dame alumni. They called back. Oh yeah, you got Mr. Gregory there? Yeah. Uh, let me see, I think Notre Dame plays 30 miles from you. How many tickets you need? It's a service. If you move to another city today, you can't open up a checking account. That day, the alumni can call. 
service. Black folks alumni stuff is a party. Hmm? A party. Hmm? They don't even come together and have their conventions every year in a black place. Hmm? Or a black something that you have control of. You see, you cannot open up a hotel because the white folk got too many of them playing against you. So you open up a resort place and they can come every year and enjoy themselves. Yeah. I put, can cut the prices and they will cut the prices in the resort. Yeah. It's just a bomb. You got to out club and out ski. Yeah. Whoever is the enemy. I'd like to have some. best football player in the history of the planet, the best golfer in the history of the planet, the best baseball player, everything in sports would be the best. Why? I'm naming Nigger Gregory. And when the broadcaster said, that nigger cuts left, no, you got a loss here. His name ain't that nigger, his name is Nigger. Mm -hmm. Put it right in your face. Ali did that. He told Ali he couldn't talk about all lives. This is what they did to Ali. They said they're going to come and shut your mouth, boy, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, well, that's all we need. And there's one man in that way. So the world depends on you. Not one man. Baby, learn how to say mommy for me. Learn how to say daddy. And sometimes when y'all be going to baby, we just. They put records on daddy, 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 and one day he finally has some other, fuck you, where's mommy? <laughs> you ready to eat, honey? Yes, mommy. Here's some biscuits, now give that motherfucker to dad. Bring me some of that titty, and we get some of that good milk, huh? You know what I mean? babies be talking shit. See, you don't have none, they be in the crib, be talking shit. I had 10, my wife said, why are you running them when they start making that noise? They might be giving the lottery number. You see the little baby feet and fingers move like this here? And when they stop too? <laughs> what is your take on the state of the U.S. economy? The what? The future of the U.S. economy. You know, they never had no U.S. economy. Money. Money ain't number bullshit. Money ain't real. That's why the real people get pay me in diamonds in Washington, D.C. Richest people there is a black woman. She owns all the land. Got this Jewish lawyer store fucking him. He made all the deals. And when he had to open up that shit, baby, they couldn't leave. She. They do nothing. You just pull it to you. Huh? But see, the poor you are, the more mythology you want to see. That's what get it. Poor here. Mythology, love mythology. Hmm? You want to see this, you want to see that. The best way to become a trillionaire is write books. 
is you have to put the rhythm to it. Like give a fuck about your life story. <laughs> you gotta put shit in it. Right. These nuns raped me when I was in Capitol. Oh, they love that shit too. Yeah. So, but it's the whole, the whole piece. Uh, the uh, Harry Beecher story. The love Uncle Tom's cat. Because the real people know Uncle Tom is the strongest motherfucker on the planet. Uncle Tom is the shape shifter. Tom boy's a tough girl, and Tom cat's a tough cat. When come our turn, he gets weak. Right about here, throw the shit away. See what I mean? See what I mean? See how it works? So Uncle Tom's cat became the number one best selling book in the history of the planet. When she won. Plays all over the world. Uncle Tom's cabin. And she went to uh, Cyan and the king said, if I put the money, would you do this as a musical? The king and I is Uncle Tom's cabin. Oh, is it? Okay. The Book of Mormons won everything three years ago. That's Uncle Tom's cabin. Why is it so popular? Huh? Why, why was it so acclaimed? Like, huh? Why did she get so much from that book? How did she know? She knew. We all know. Look, this is a blackboard. Write your name on it, right? Your name was already there. You just had to tune the public in. <clears throat> all the shit out here that ever happened, mm -hmm. you came with it. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So that's all it is. But then, look, look, hold your hand over. You little child, and I put a hot toy in your hand. What you gonna do? If it's hot. Okay, I'm gonna go through all that shit. I said, yeah, I put a hot toy in your fucking hand. Yeah, all right, that's what you got to do now. Drop all that shit. You gonna hold on to it, and a child wouldn't hold on to something. Uh -huh. And as long as you hold on, don't nobody waste their time. I don't waste my time. People hold on to shit. Uh -huh. You know, in no shape, form, or fashion. Right. Edison invented. But the white boys came together to see, you know, a thousand people die a day from this shit. So we said, well, that's okay. The end result is better for us. So then they decided to take the, the streetcars in Brooklyn and use direct current. Okay. So they use direct current, and they notice on the street calls, they hear something go ching, 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 and the people jump off and start running, and they're going zigzag. You thought that was trying to find a human or animal to ground itself. So then years later, they got a baseball team called the Brooklyn motherfucking Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> so when you motherfuckers realize that you ain't got shit, shut the fuck up. Ain't no such thing as being rich, you born rich. Hmm? Punch up nine of the richest men in the world had a meeting in Chicago at the Edgewater Beach Hotel. Yeah, now sit over here or you never want to reach over here. Now listen to this shit here and you'll see about money. We read it so we can hear you. This is when you know that money ain't shit. Go ahead, finish it. Um, the president of the largest gay 
You see, now, now, if I don't show you nothing else, you know, you got $30 billion, and I'm on welfare, and I'm going to talk, what the fuck you got, I need to tell you, huh? But I know that because niggas made me, but fuck y'all, huh? If you ain't, y'all's numbers, if you ain't a billionaire now, that's your fault. All them motherfuckers in Silicon Valley, they go there penniless and end up with billions because it's in here and it gets released. Okay, that ain't nothing gonna get released. All y'all wanna do is do the same shit over and over and over, but that's all you know. You know, you walk into a room and it's freezing outside, you walk right over to the heater and start rubbing your ass. Nobody tells you that's in your makeup, huh? And then I got to sit here and, and listen to that. My mama would have been the same way, you know? That's why you never have nothing. You never have nothing because you're dependent on shit that some motherfucker told you. There's a universal God that made it. Okay, Mr. Gregory, so what is your take on the attack of black masculinity? Like, you know, coming up, you always hear, stop crying like a little girl. Don't be a sissy. Don't do this. And a lot That's of why men. Black men, 6% of America's population, 82% of prostate cancer death is black men. So we think. I can get it back through my dick. See, the white boy destroyed me. A manhood. That's what a nigga come on work, man. You can't use it when a nigga fucking he wanna yell, get your pussy daddy. I'm trying to get my manhood back. Well the pussy didn't take it, motherfucker. So why you think you're gonna give it back, huh? See how it works? So it's that whole that whole game. And all that little freaky shit they get into, that's sad. I ain't never licked the pussy, they never put my dick in the bitch's mouth. She said, well, what? Teeth. Don't put my bitch in my mind, you got teeth. You might be mad at me and bite that motherfucker off. <laughs> no, no, baby, not me. You <laughs> see, old black man, you ask an old nigga, it, it ain't there now. Suck your that nigga whoop your ass damn near to death. You want me to do what, bitch? I saw a nigga when I was a little boy, I didn't understand it. He beat this nigga down, said, nigga, the bitch told me you sucked up pussy, you come in my house around my children, drinking out my glasses, <laughs> beat that nigga halfway to death. That's what it was looked at. Hmm? That's what it was looked at. Then all the ones that became a sex symbol. All that goddamn shit. Give me some whole homegrown pussy. Mm -hmm. That's all. Now, I might talk to you until you say some shit. Oh, you fucking good. I know I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell when a nigga. What do you think? The nigga get to fucking and go to sleep. <laughs> you ever took a nigga to the dance and motherfucker go to sleep? Okay. And don't never date an old motherfucking married man. See, I'm married to her. So, I have to be home to eat dinner with her. I come by and take you to the concert. You hungry as a mother? I just ate, bitch. 
I don't want nothing else to 11 o'clock on the concert. Ain't nothing but sandwiches. The fuck with a married man, all you gonna get is sandwiches, sandwiches, sandwiches. Go to them more places where y'all go to eat. Ain't no vegetables. <laughs> you understand? So that's the life you have to pay. Huh? And then the nigga die. Who you think's on the wheel? The woman been eating dinner with him. Yeah, I got you, you got all kinds of diseases and shit because you wasn't eating nothing but sandwiches. Sandwiches, sandwiches. <laughs> you know that nigga ain't home, he just finished eating. Huh? He was waiting. Uh, we got to go to the concert, baby. And then there's places open for you concert goers. No salads. When was the last time you've been in the place to see a salad board at 11 o'clock at night? Hmm? See how it works? So that's the game, you know. So I'm about to catch a cold. How fast you got to run to catch a cold? How motherfuckers tell you got something you can't see? It. You ever seen a cancer germ? Why you see it, motherfucker? You got a glass you looking at this shit. The government gave me the worst form of cancer you can have. I wouldn't talk to this shit. First I talked to God, I said, God, you know, it's a lot of niggas deserve cancer, but I'm not one of them motherfuckers. You might be tired, but if you want me to put 10 niggas' names down who I think should have it. Hmm? You see how it works? If you need something close to home, I can do that too. Then I went in the back of the farm and prayed. The cancer, I said, I don't know you. I can't see you. I'm not scared of nothing I can't see. So you in the wrong ass fucking with me. Hmm? So I'm gonna give you three days to get out of me and after that I'm gonna roll on your ass. And it's gonna be kind of treacherous because I don't know where you are, I can't see you. Hmm? But you getting to get the ass whooping you ever had in your motherfucking life fucking with the kid. So I'm gonna give you three days to get out of my, get out of my, or I'm gonna roll on you. Three days later, Joe Madison, I read you guys, friend, so I told him about the prayer. Three days, Dr. Krishna called me and said, I heard Joe talking about this. He said, there's a water in El Salvador you can drink, kill it. So, you know, we were supposed to go with that way. I'll go down there. No, five, five days, I'll kill it. I ain't got nothing. How you gonna be scared of something that's invisible? Just go some ignorant motherfucker told you whose wife dying from cancer. Hmm? Just talk to her. Just talk to her. You walk down the street and talk to a little child you don't know. And if you're a pleasant child, I'll lie. What are your views on polygamy? Just just curious. On what? Polygamy. I ain't never had no views on it because I never knew none but the church folks. Yeah. And they tell me what not to do. You know. By the time I met my wife, I, I said, let's get out of the school. Let's go fuck shit. Why you call it fucking? What you gonna make in love? See, we can do that on campus. It's like this plan with you. When I say fucking, I'm saying doing something that's fucking criminal. You know what I'm saying? Just give me something. <laughs> <laughs> and then every time I got her pregnant, she did this to me again. But the children think she loved them. So one day we got to the table, I said, every time your mother got pregnant, she cried and told me I was doing something like that. She loved y'all. Hmm? You hear me? How could you do this to me? <laughs>
Do you think the continuing thought that black people can't stick together, we're never going to stick together? I can't hear you now. Oh, in terms of black people sticking together, I see a lot on social media that seems to imply that we were not together. No, they're not. They're not, they're not together because they're slaves. The slave mentality. The Jews. The Jews cut free from slavery 9,000 years ago, go back to 4,000 like we are, they sound just like us. All you motherfuckers want to demand something, you don't know it. I got a bump on my head because it's a brain tumor. Huh? Bless you. So when you go, you go get an x-ray and they find cancer, it's been in your ass for like 30 years. And you go and they get a machine, they look, oh, this is what this is. But it ain't sticking together. Like them dogs. We have two dogs out there, so then them motherfuckers be fighting. But you're always going to decide what you know for somebody else. I mean, they can't never get no scandal on me. I made a law with myself. Nobody but me. If the bitch, I don't bring her to the club, I ain't leaving with one. This ain't my hustle, this is my job. Okay, you know what I'm saying? This is my job. I wasn't in steel mill. I wouldn't take you to a steel mill. Hmm? So wait till my day off comes this far. You see how it works? Yes. But these entertainers, that's why they so fucked up. They take this as they play thing. From the pussy to the drugs to the whole thing. I ain't never smoked a reefer in my motherfucking life. Why? Well, I don't want no shame. Anything this white boy said is a crime. That's how fucked up I was. I drink whiskey and beer and wine and shit because it ain't a crime. See how it works? Ain't a crime. Cigarettes, I used to smoke four packs of cigarettes a day. It ain't a crime. I just didn't want. And then the blessing from the universe. I don't know who the fuck I was in my last life. Motherfucker had me born October the 12th. Columbus birthday, and when I was a little boy, I thought they shut the schools down for me. See how that shit worked? Me. I wonder why motherfuckers wouldn't pat me on the back, slapping me and shit. I didn't know it wasn't for me. I convinced myself. Baby, I don't know who the fuck you are, but it's a motherfucking thing. It's so beautiful. All the schools closed on Columbus Day. Huh? You see how that shit worked? And that's what this shit was about. I dress up, put my little new shit on. Mother know I'm burning up. Oh, it's his birthday. Oh, I go about my birthday. I'm just doing that. Email for me. And you know what happened? I bring the book tonight. There's a book out called 1001 People. 1001 that made America. That go back to the beginning. You know how many billions of people in there? I'm in it. See what that shit'll do? Did you hear me? I bring the book. One thousand and one people who made America, and I'm in the motherfucker on page 132. I'm born October the 12th, 1932. Ain't that a motherfucker? How the universe work? Yeah. Hit that wall? Yes, yes. You claim it? And I just knew, I looked to look up shit.
Gregory's. Deep shit. Twelve Gregory's was Pope's and one was the inventor of the telescope and I put there and here I come, what the fuck am I going to be? That's it. I didn't know not to know. <laughs> you know, that's what this shit is about. But see, everybody funny. That's what's so hard to be a comedian. The greatest laugh y'all ever had, y'all got from one another. That's no motherfucking comedian. Hmm? You think about that shit. And then all at once, next thing, I was the funniest motherfucker in town. Motherfucker, I couldn't fight. Taught me I was ugly, little knees, little all that shit. Don't fuck with they call me Swift Mouth. And the gangs, mean gangs, they see me coming, they cross over on the other side of the street. Don't let this motherfucker. <laughs> and I didn't get no pussy when I was young, because I, I used to sign shoes. I hear them old niggas talking about fucking. Yeah, man, my dick's so big, it came out the bitch's mouth. Time I got me some pussy, I moved my head over, because I thought that motherfucker come out. A little dick, but as you think you got a big dick, you hear these niggas talking. Put that vibe out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they were scared to give me some pussy because they, see, my philosophy is never, yeah. you fuck me the first night, you won't have no respect. No, if I don't fuck you the first night, I don't have no respect. I'm going to tell every nigga I did. Now, you, you want me to be quiet? <laughs> <laughs> see how philosophy works? <laughs> you want me to be quiet? <laughs> give me some pussy. Hmm? <laughs> see how it works? In some way, see if I had what y'all had at my age, now that we all, I own this motherfucking planet because it ain't nothing but a rhythm. You're not supposed to know your death date. That's a violation to the greatest astronomy, Bloom Garden. Met this bitch, I was fucking this bitch the other day, she must be from another planet. She told me the exact day I'm gonna die. That's a violation, you know. So he decided that on December the 8th at 1220, he was gonna go out to the middle of the desert. He's gonna hit in the head with a blood object. Ain't no object to fall on me. So he get out there at the right time, that's where the moves and the touch the ground facing east. You get connected to the planet. That's where Palm Sunday come from, that space there. <laughs> so when you come up, you got your energy. So we out there, 12 noon, big old eagle. Got him a 400 pound turtle and looking for a rock. Saw that bald head and crushed his motherfucking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's where they get dive bombers, the plane. Them motherfuckers get up and look and they, they know right where to drop that motherfucker where they hit this motherfucker. That's what they said. Where do these, for those who don't know, like the violation, this is the violation. Where do, where, where is, where's it coming from? Like when we do things and you're saying it's a violation. No, it comes from the universe. You know what's a violation and what's not. You know if you go out there and steal my car, it's a violation. Huh? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where it comes from. It might be a better word if you take you take words according to your pedigree. You know? So that's that's the violation. Getting your motherfucking haircut is a violation. You know? 
Get in the comb. Why you think children cry when they comb their hair? And why you think they slip stories to you? Like Samson. Once he grew it back, he tore all that shit up. See how it worked? Sit still and just pay attention. That's, that's what you learn. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. But it's the, the violation. Yeah. What you reading, now, sister? It says, Death of Bill, the document covering the period from 1947 to But Eisenhower, they whooped his ass so bad, because what the fuck? See, niggas who's passing is all fucked up, because they think somebody's going to catch him. So if you was passing, you hard on niggas than anybody else, because you expect I know. And that's why Bob Johnson told me one day, he said, everybody, there's somebody in this country was a nigga that was passing for white. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, when I pass for white to do bad, <laughs> fucked up, man. That's why they do good. So that's what this shit is about. But you got it right there. Mm -hmm. All right? It says the 1953 treaty with President Eisenhower was an agreement, a coercive agreement against the USA on behalf of a hostile Indian power that wished to be able to kidnap a number of citizens from the United States, which means, of course, that they had agreements with other nations as well. See how it works? Oh, man. You see, like, 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 like that little hole, that, that little salt spot. That's the chimney. That's where the heat comes out. That's why they say top comes through the chimney. <laughs> Top of your motherfucking head. So I wish that motherfucker would come back when I was a little boy. I was waiting out to cook that motherfucker. See what a reindeer sandwich tastes like. I don't believe all this bullshit y'all telling me. You know. So it's the whole, you know, the whole game. You know, I'm gonna just be still. That's all. But you find the point you have to look for today when I go out there and hear the bullshit. Motherfucker. We asked you to come out here a week ago. And our man at the White House said he came to the little complex. He didn't have you. If I was a woman, you couldn't fuck me if you didn't have a hump in your back. The Bible said the universe chose us all this chosen people. People that's handicapped are chosen. Hmm? Handicapped. You handicapped. If you get you, if you handicapped, you can have a handicapped parking. They ain't got a call. And all the kings and queens, that's who Igor is. You call monster. Can't nobody wait to get the queen over this little hump You call monster. <laughs> you know, and the queen hates Igor. Because he's too close to, to the king. Hmm? Too close to the king. She hates the motherfucker. Because Igor's a motherfucker. When the king leaves to go to the little conference, Ego the king, everybody in the place know this motherfucker gets you anything you want. Ego. And all of them named the same thing. A monster. And so if you're the, the man and you know the plantation, motherfuckers call you what? Monster? That's what that game is about, Don George, the monsters. <laughs> and when and they never thought a nigga gonna be there. When Tiger Woods won, the motherfuckers he, next year, the winner, picks the dinner for the, the next year, so they asked Tiger what you want. 
Mongo told that we cooked you some some uh, uh, fried chicken and some collard greens. Yeah, you you saw the story, didn't you? Big story. Oh, you look it up. Crackers kill that motherfucker white boy on a plane, right? See, the masters is fucked up. When Tiger Wood had to get out for a while and couldn't come back, huh? the tickets lost 50%. You know why? 50% of people come to see the motherfucker was coming to see him lose. <laughs> so he ain't playing. I don't want to waste my money. He can't lose because he ain't in it. See how it works? See how it works? The whole game. The whole game. So that's go ahead and pee, girl. And <laughs> sit here and forgot. I got a charge charger. That's why I was going to put it. Wait, I got it on this charger. Okay, can I ask you a question? Yes. And it might not matter. No, huh? But I am in the process of learning a whole bunch of different stuff, and I like. No, wait, you're talking too fast, huh? I'm sorry. I'm in the pro and I do that. So. Actually, no, my ears are stopped up from the oh, plane. Okay. And I'm playing, I mean playing. Okay, sorry okay, about that. Go ahead. But so I'm learning a whole bunch of different things and so how we were talking about considering your sources. So lately I've been on this whole flat earth theory. The whole what? Flat earth theory. Oh yeah. Do you think the earth is flat? There ain't no more bullshit. Look, all the all the fucking shit they got technology and they don't know this motherfucker's round. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it could still be round. No, 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 baby, see, that's what you think. See, I, but how do you know? No, Who you do don't you think, no, no. I'm saying you know because they giving you that so you ain't talking about this thing's fixing to hit it. Mm -hmm. So you talking about some shit, who give a fuck if mm -hmm. it's round or not? Mm -hmm. Say, oh, pussy's round. <laughs> a dick is square, who give a fuck? Mm -hmm. Huh? Who give a, and who said it? All right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Who no, that's says, it. Who yeah. fucking said it? Mm -hmm. So it ain't about a distraction? Give a fuck. Yeah. Hmm? I don't know, though, because I still think it all ties into the same thing. Because even... Well, see, you can't you can't give it up. That's why I don't like talking to niggas. You can't give it up. An yeah. ignorant white boy told you that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They ain't never told you nothing else. Yeah. Hmm? I, I, Some motherfucker that calls you gal. 22 PhDs, and you want to waste my time? I ain't let you waste my time. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? That's like a motherfucker come up to you, no babies come out your ears. You crazy motherfucker. <laughs> I don't even want to waste my time. It might. Yeah. My level's past that. Mm -hmm. Right, know? yeah, I see. And I think so, it's relevant, if it's relevant or not. It ain't even. It ain't even it, you, know, you ask the universe, is it true? That's how you get it. Huh? Yeah, I just always felt like the truth sits with you differently than like lies. I don't know. That's just like when you know something doesn't make sense. Well, that shit don't even make sense. Who cares? Well, I, I think it matters if you think that it's like that they're trying to hide God from you. Because I think everybody's God looking for God. Shit, See, God. everybody's looking Can't for God. Can't nobody hide God. It's in the air, it's in the wind, it's in the old I thing. Agree. You know I agree. His, his well, I think it's inside of you. All the armies in the world, when you get pregnant, can keep that baby in you with all they might. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all. Mm -hmm. The rest of the shit ain't no more bullshit. Who give a fuck? Mm -hmm. Rich and all that. I said a long time ago. That's one of the biggest quotes to get out of my book. My mother told me, you're not poor. You're just broke. Broke is a temporary situation. Poor is a mental condition. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so crazy. I just huh? read something the other day that was talking about how poverty is mental. 
It's a game. Uh -huh. So when you stop and think about it, and then shit clear up. This is my kinfolk, the niggas are trifling, thug, and stay in jail, and he come out, can you help me? I say, yep. Get your SED. I say, where? Oh, they sell them. And then go to school and learn how to be fix elevators, escalators. Hundred and ninety thousand dollars a year you make plus overtime. Motherfucker just called me two years ago in Russia. He was over there for five years overtime. He came back with forty million dollars. You motherfuckers think y'all know some shit? Think about and the nigga invented the elevator. If it wasn't for that, no building could be higher than five stories. All these hundred and eight story buildings. That's a nigga, huh? That's what this shit is about. Now, where else can you find a motherfucker that own companies that can make that much money? Hmm? Okay, this nigga just got out of jail. Hmm? But if the elevator stopped, works. That's the only time you get on elevator. Where you find a certificate? Hmm? This is about. It's hard when you give poor motherfuckers power. They can't handle it. So I'm out there in big trucks, the bus stop for me. <sighs> Hear me? Start crying. Power. And then I start yelling at the children, cussing bus drivers who came too far. And an old black man I've been sitting on the porch watching you. You're going somewhere if you don't destroy it. He said, I saw you when you first came out here. Humble, quiet, nice. And then that power got to you, cuss at the children. And that so I stopped. I was lucky he told me. Hmm? Yeah. I wouldn't have known that. This is a good feeling from through. Who was it they said? Uh, Hitler. They loved Hitler. He'd go to the rallies and then motherfucker be ready to attack God. The dude walked up to him and says, Power is not riling them up. Power is sending your boys in to rile them up and then you come in and bring them down. <laughs> you see, when he did it the first time, he had a discharge in his pants. The feeling was so good. But they got you believing. It's this, it's not it. Baby's crying, your sister come in, brother come in, baby stop. It's problem. Hmm? So that's, I didn't know that. And then Mother Shoba told me that, I had a woman told me, see, if you go to a psychic, the best ones to go to is the ones in rich areas. Hmm? Why? They got to be good for motherfuckers to come back and pay the money that they can afford to pay that rent. It's a simple deduction. <laughs> yeah. So my mother believed in him. I thought it was ignorance. So she told her, she said, your son Richard, bring him by my house Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Just take him out of school. So I go. Mother Pooh, she says, Richard, how come you don't like me? Do you like me? No. Why? I think you're tricking my mother. 
see how old you are. See, I'm seven. See a star in the center of your head. And one day you'll be so big and so powerful, there'll be countries who don't have the money that you have. When it'll happen, right before it happened, you have a brown briefcase. Back in them days, I'm seven years old, born 32. That nigga ain't had no goddamn briefcase. Give me a bag, I can put these motherfucking potatoes in, I'm gonna steal from this white woman's kitchen. <laughs> Tell me about So I'm out here. See the comics, see, that's the, that's the court jester. That's the motherfucker with the shoes turned up and all this shit. He's the court jester. You can't have a king and don't have a court jester. That's where the power is. Hmm? Where the power is. Wife make him mad. Baby die, he come get the court justice. Make me feel good, motherfucker. You'll die. So I know what you doing, you son of a bitch. You, you fucking my wife, you fucking my daughters, you fucking maids and all that shit. I'll kill your motherfucking ass. I just couldn't live without you. <laughs> <laughs> now we fast forward. I'm in this nightclub, five dollars a night, three nights a week. And the white folks start coming from the colleges. Who is this wild, crazy motherfucker? So two rich billionaire white women got murdered. This is called at the reservoir, Starved Rock Murder. And then they arrested a white unemployed dishwasher named Richard Speck. So I'm at the nightclub. I said, white folks, there's some crazy, ignorant motherfuckers. I held up Chicago paper. Two rich billionaire white women was murdered and they arrested an unemployed dishwasher. So I'm gonna stay talking to you. I say first, one man can't rape two women for sex maniacs to run in pairs. And these ain't two fragile women. These are billionaires. They can't be fragile because the bitches was walking in 22 inches of snow. Now, I didn't know it was a lesbian thing, the husband had him killed, but I didn't know that. I'm just going by. So, the next week I go in, 1,500 people in the club, four white dudes sitting there, and they ain't laughing. I said, y'all look at these crackers here. Something wrong, they hear all these niggas, and they refuse to laugh at me. They ain't scared of y'all. They must be the fucking police. <laughs> I don't know this, huh? So I get through, I come out, motherfuckers clap, they don't clap. So I'm walking back to the dress, I feel somebody grab my arm. He said, we don't talk to you, boy, your mother's a motherfucking boy, back at home, fucking the dog. Then they go this, you better use it. Use the motherfucker, you know Kill me, you son of a bitch, you. That well don't mean nothing if it don't reflect me. Well, y'all kiss my ass, so then the new, the other guy, you know, the nice cop. So he walks in and he says, that's just, just how he just upset him. Well, fuck him, he fucked you too. Get the fuck out of here. So they leave and the white guy comes in. I don't know if that's one of the bitches' husbands that had her killed. So he says, I heard you tonight. Can't believe it's anybody on the planet that's low down as you. With them two dog ass cops, and want to call me low down. Mm. 
You forgot your wife is dead and you got time to fuck with me? He says, well, I got $10,000 for you. You just stop doing that. Hey, fuck you. The fuck out of here. I'm gonna do it more now and tell that you came in here. You hear what I'm saying? That's what power is. That's what a new trail is, this motherfucker. So this is what it's about. So what it's about. After you shut up long enough, you start feeling vibrations. When I walk in here, go to the club tonight, put assassins in there. I can pick it up. And I can do something with my hands to kill them, which is a violation or neutralize. See that white boy in that white boy in there yelling out? Now think about this here. Who is this motherfucker that will interrupt my show unless it's an agent under mind control? There's a problem. Because you don't know what's there, so you don't know how to flush it out. You and your sister, you got a check in the car? Yes. You got a check in the car? I'm sorry. Yes. Checking account? Do you have a checking account? So what you do is you go home today, you take your check out, and write you a check, billion dollar plus, and then put it in your purse. As long as you don't take it to the bank, check's good. <laughs> See how simple it is to be a billionaire? Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. You got to act like a billionaire. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I heard that for, um, Jim Carrey said he did that with a check for a million dollars or something. No, he said he heard Dick Gregory say Oh, yeah, there we go. He didn't ask me what to do. That's just somebody called me. I was in Paris doing something, so I called him. He was going to show messed up on that. He asked for $200,000 for the next contract he signed. He asked for all of it. He wanted a baby. You don't ask for half a baby. Or a baby with no foot. Or no hand missing. Lord, if you send me that, I would send it back, but I know something in me and my old lady that calls me. It's paper. That's the thing. So, but that's all you have to do. And don't get too carried away now. You forget to go to the bank. <laughs> See how it works? But it's there. I tell people have a check account, draw a check. It's a rhythm. Song. You ever had somebody give you a check and by the time you got to the bank, they had an accident, they did, checks no good. See, but if you hadn't gone to the bank, still good. Don't talk about what I haven't got in here. It's a negative. You never pray twice for the same thing. You know, if I ask your sister over there, I say, I need $10 till the night. I know she's going to give it to me. If I keep asking her, I aggravate her. A little child said, Mommy, can I get this for birthday? That's the little mommy. You know, every time she walked, Mommy, I love you. You're so good. If she keep asking you, it aggravates you. So when you say a prayer at that point, you know, prayer at Thanksgiving, you know you're going to get it. You say, Oh, thank you. It's your response to what you know is possible. And that is the interview. I hope you all enjoyed yourselves um, and learned something. 
um, I definitely learned a great deal. Even by replaying some parts of the interview, it's like I, I pick up something new, something different. Um, if you ever catch Dick Gregory in your city, do not think twice. Buy tickets to go. Take your friend, your lover, your homie, your friend, your family member. Take as many people as you can and really just take in the knowledge and just enjoy to have a good time and prepare to learn something because that's definitely what you're going to get. Lessons with a dose of laughter. So, again, I hope you all enjoyed the interview. If you ever want to check me out, you can do so at spiritualhomegirl.com. We're working on fixing the website to kind of get it a little bit more user-friendly. Also, I'm on iTunes, um, Spiritual Homegirl, in case you want to listen online. Also on SoundCloud, Spiritual Homegirl. Social media, Twitter, I'm at Spirit Homegirl. Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Spiritual Homegirl. Working on YouTube. Um, Got to get some things situated with that. But we're definitely on the move, just trying to... Um, Make sure that everybody can find us. Also, I want to thank y'all and give y'all some gratitude and some love and some positive energy. Again, out of all the tens of thousands of podcasts that are coming up left and right all over the internet, you decide to lend me your ears and listen to mine. And I really, really appreciate that. Um, for those who are new listeners, I always like to thank my listeners because no listeners, no show. It's pretty obvious, you know? So I really thank y'all for, for checking me out. That seriously means a lot. I'm grateful to be on the journey. I'm grateful to learn and grow while on the journey. And I'm even more grateful to be able to interact with you all while we're all on the journey together. So this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name, once again, is Maria. Um, don't forget, y'all, trust the journey and trust yourself. To next episode. Peace. Keep them problems in the past we had in yesterday. God bless you, angel loved ones, be thankful where you at, don't forget where you come from, I'm talking no regrets, see the past and past us by, and the future's on the horizon, but right now is where we live life, ain't no rejects, all you have to do is believe, just ask and you'll receive, everything is meant to be.